Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Thank you. I, I always appreciate the love. Um, hope you guys have had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, spread the love. Hope you guys had a good time with your significant others. Hell, even if you brought your side piece, whatever. Like, hope you guys had a wonderful day. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. And I also hope you guys have a wonderful President's Day. Uh, it's a nice little four-day weekend you guys have, so... It's gonna be a good time. I know I'm having a good time so far. I'm about to have a basketball game today. Uh, we, we should win. And enjoying the All-Star game. There was oh, We got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so with all that being said, let's go ahead and get started right on into the show. Alright, so half one. Aaron Gordon. Mm, not Gordon. Gordon. That's right. Aaron Gordon has officially stated he's retired from the slam dunk contest. Um, for those of y'all who have not watched, and I recommend you guys do watch this, the 2020 All-Star Game dunk contest occurred. It had Dwight Howard Pat, oh, from the Lakers, Pat Connaughton from the Bucks, Derek Jones Jr. from the Heat, and Aaron Gordon from the Magic. Now, all these guys were spectacular last night. Um, Derek Jones was the champion. Shout-outs to him. And mind you, I don't want to discredit anything he did like he did one hell of a job um he rattled off dunks i felt as though were worthy of winning and in in, in all honesty like he has crazy bounce like it it, it's just insane how much how high he was getting the power that he was actually throwing the ball through the hoop and like it, it he was worthy again of winning the championship okay i i don't again i'm not discrediting him at all however I wouldn't say all of his dunks were 50s. Um, might have had one or two. Put him in like the 48 range. Um, all of Aaron Gordon's dunks were 50s. Every single one. The only one you could even question was a redo of one that was easily a 50. So, I mean, and that was after the fourth dunk. Like, so that was his fifth dunk. I'm just saying, the man was in, it, oh my god, it, it was ridiculous, like, it's he arguably surpassed what he did against Zach Levine a couple years ago, and that, excuse me, and that was, like, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon's dunk contest was one of the legendary dunk contests, like, that put, we're gonna put that right up there with MJ, and, uh, I, we're gonna put that right up there with MJ's dunk contest, like, it, it's, it's really baffling, how special this guy is as a talent I mean he dunked over seven foot yep I said it seven foot five taco fall a 360 windmill off of an alley-oop pass off the side of the backboard and a 180 between the legs backwards by um reverse dunk like I just can't fathom how he loses this match it's a shame. I can't. I can't fault him for retiring. I can't fault him for not wanting to play or I mean dunk in another dunk contest. I, I truly can't because it's it's stupid how the dunks that I just rattled off don't win you a dunk contest. I get Derrick Jones was good. Again, I'm not discrediting him. But after but but the way it went, the way the dunk contest went, it they should have they could have canceled it. Like they they really truly could have. Now, I think that this is actually going to have a negative impact on the dunk contest. 
Um, depending on who the contestants are, maybe that'll change it. But next year's dunk contest will have to face, like, it will have to have some heavy hitters. I mean, Zion has to be in there. John Morant has to be in there. Like, the, those type of caliber players need to be in the dunk contest because uh, this one was just piss poor. I mean, they're, they're, they're not piss poor because the talent was exceptional. Like, it was very phenomenal. I mean, everyone's dunking capabilities were top-notch, right? But the biggest thing I saw was the judges. Like, the judges was the problem for this year. The main, I, I, I'm actually, I don't want to say the problem. I want to say the main problem. I do like D-Wade. I did like the fact that he did, he tried to come off as unbiased, okay? But Dwayne Wade, D-Wade, he is a legendary Miami Heat player, okay? Like, like he, re he retired, but Derrick Jones Jr., who, again, won the, won the championship, plays on the Heat, all right? Now, I understand Dwayne Wade was a judge because he was from Chicago. I get it. But at the same time, if you're going to go that route, you need to also have a Magic player, a former Magic player, a former Laker, and a former Bucks. Just to keep it, just to keep it biased and at the same time unbiased. Because somebody could easily tank a score, but then you could also tank a score for that person as well. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta balance it out some type of way. So either you don't have somebody from a who's representing that team. So that means no Miami Heat, no Magic, no Laker, and no Buck could be a judge. Or everyone has a representative, and then you have a fifth member who could be whomever, and that could be the unbiased party. If there needs to be a tiebreaker. I'm just saying that the judges were a big thing. Now, I'm not saying D-Wade cheated. And actually, Common actually stated... Common was... Like, the rapper Common was one of the judges as well. And, um... Actually, just real quick for a rundown. You had... Scotty Pippen. D-Wade. Common. Candace Parker. Chadwick Boseman from the Black Panther. And the boy from uh, Black Panther. I forget. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't say his name, but... Oh, my, my bad. Chadwick Boseman. He played with the main character in Black Panther. Um, Wakanda Forever. They gave Derrick Jones a 48. So pretty much that's three tens and two nines, okay? They gave Aaron Gordon a 47. So that's two tens and three nines. Candace Parker and the Black Panther gave two nines twice. And the only other person to give a nine was D-Wade. Just saying. Then, on top of that, the rating system. They could add some point fives. Like, there were a couple of dunks Derrick Jones Jr. had that were like 9.5s. Um, or like maybe other people had like 8.5, 7.5, whatever. Like, that could actually be a nice differentiator between the winner and the loser. Because just having 1 through 10 does kind of limit you a little bit that adding that 9.5 adding that 0.5 i think it doesn't add too much to the dunk contest in terms in terms of complexity and i think at the same time it benefits the judges greatly half two now kind of keeping this relevant to all stars joel Embiid has actually been in the news yet again and I wouldn't necessarily say drama, but potential drama. Um, reason why I say that, we're having to, like Philly's having a little bit of a 
heartbreak issue potentially where there is a question mark as to whether Joel Embiid will stay with the Philadelphia 76ers or should he go to the Miami Heat where Jimmy Butler, which is a good friend of his, and play with him. Now, there are pros and cons for both reasons. I have to give you the pros and the cons because I don't want to just be one-sided. Uh, I, me personally, I would like for him to stay with the 76ers. More specifically, I would like for him to stay with Ben Simmons because those are two dynamic players. And we're kind of going to the pros right now. <laughs> now, if Embiid wants to win a championship, I think his best chance is to win it with the 76ers. Um, reason why, you got Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. If we look at both the Heat and the 76ers rosters, those two players are the best players on those teams, talent-wise. Okay, like Jimmy Butler is probably a better, like produces better, but... He, ah, they're not talent wise they're better than uh, than Jimmy Butler you can rely on them in the championship series based on their talent alone compared to Jimmy Butler right you're forming a dynamic duo for the future they're very versatile players meaning you can make you can grab different players throughout the league and pair with these two and have a good longevity also their box office people want to see Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons play like these, those are two names that you want to reckon, or that you, that people do recognize. The cons, management, management's a little on the subpar level. Like I don't think we have, I don't think they have a good culture. There's a lot of things they could do actually differently. Um, they also have not been getting the correct players. I feel, for example, they let Jimmy Butler go and kept Tobias Harris. They should have kept Jimmy Butler and let Tobias Harris go. As you see, Miami's record, if you implement that with the 76ers talent, you might have a contender and I personally think they can still beat the Bucks, but it'd be a little easier with Jimmy Butler. Just be up just keep the buck with you. But that's a management thing though. That's a management. I don't think Joel and B ever said I want Jimmy Butler to leave. So they need to have the correct culture in Philly. Management needs to, I, I can honestly say maybe a coaching change because it's not getting the job done right now. But you know, it is what it is. That's the biggest, that's the biggest con for Philly. Now, for Miami, the pros are, it, it's really simple. If Joel and B were to go to the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat would be contenders for the next two to three years. Point blank period. You have Jimmy Butler as a play, dynamic playmaker. You have Joel Embiid as an extremely gifted talent. And barring injury is arguably the best big man. I think is the best big man in the game. And then depending on who you have to give up. Whether that's Bam Adebayo, Kendrick Nunn, or Tyler Hero. You're going to maintain one of those players. Because you're going to flip that. You're going to keep one of those. You're going to retain one of those players at least. And give up some draft picks. Okay. We already know that. Um... And maybe some veterans as well. But depending on which one you give up, you still have a good team. Like, you still have a really good team. So they're more short-term. And the only concept, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. You're going to a good culture. Pat Riley has done well when he gets talent. Now, I'm not going to give him too much credit for the LeBron part because you have Bron, Chris Bosh, and D-Wade, but damn it, he got a championship out of that, too, to be exact. 
So, I mean, he's shown he's capable of, like, bringing big talent, like, across the threshold. And that's something Joel Embiid could use. Like, he really could use. Now, on the flip side to that, though, you are kind of taking a gamble. Like, you are kind of taking a gamble. And the reason why I say that is quite simple. Jimmy Butler is not going to be playing at the level that he's been playing. He's not going to be an all-star. I don't think he'll be an all-star next year. I'm going to just keep it a buck with you. I think this is Jimmy's last good year of all-star status before we see a DeMar DeRozan type of decline. Now, mind you, Jimmy Butler is a fringe one option right now on a contending team. I think next year he slides down at a, at a comfortable two option at best. I'm, I hate to say it, but that's how I see it. Age is a factor. I think he's over 32. So that means your championship window now decreases. And you have to rely on free agents. Now, granted, I did state that Joel Embiid is box office. And on top of that, it's Miami Beach. Who wouldn't want to go to Miami, right? But you got to rely on free agents. And that's kind of a gamble because not everyone just wants to go based on location. And we've seen that over the years with the Lakers where we couldn't really attain big name free agents because of management and the fact that we were trying to sell them mainly on location. So it will be a gamble. Plus, you'll have other teams trying to get these big name stars. So you'll try to find that other piece. Whereas, again, as I stated with the 76ers, you already have it. And you just got to build. So that is a downfall. Like That is a little gamble for them. So if they can actually, if, if, if Joel Embiid prefers risking that gamble, I say go for the Heat and have a great chance at getting two chips right now. Or take my approach and wait it out with... Ben Simmons. I mean, you don't have to win immediately. You can actually wait two to three years and then start on a nice little dynasty run. I don't think you want to do that, but that's still a possibility for you and still rack up championships. So again, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm staying with the 76ers. Unless you're injured or you feel feel as though, like, wow, I might not be able to play that long, then that's that's a little more concerning. So I'm, that might cross my mind if you go to the Heat. I might think, okay, well maybe he's worried about his health. He might like that could be a possibility as well. I'll look in, like I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that more. Please stay in the 76ers. Please stay with them. If I, uh, it, it, that's just me. That's just my, that's just my two cents. All right, everybody. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you all for listening. I do appreciate it for the love and support. Please continue to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, share it to anybody who's anybody. I really do appreciate how you all have helped me out thus far. The podcast has actually grown, believe it or not, a little bit. And um, again, I, I just want to continue to say thank you all. Um, please continue to follow the IG page at get underscore a underscore bucket underscore pod. You already know what I'm about to say. I'm going to change it soon. Um, and then also, please watch out for me as I try to get onto the YouTube channel. That's right, baby. You're going to put this face on camera. So. <laughs> Uh, again, appreciate y'all, and hope y'all have a wonderful week. Four day, actually four day weekend. Turn up one time for the one time. I might play a little 2K. See y'all.